Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Your host is the founder of the UK Travel Planning website, Tracy Collins. In this podcast, Tracy shares destination guides, travel tips, and itinerary ideas, as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of UK travel to help you plan your perfect UK vacation. Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages, from historic castles to beautiful islands, and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns. Hi and welcome to this week's episode of the UK Travel Planning Podcast. This week, Doug and I thought we would chat about some of the places you can easily visit on a day trip from Edinburgh by train. Hello there. If you are considering basing yourself in Edinburgh for a few days, then why not incorporate a day trip or two into your itinerary? Obviously, there are quite a few tour options available, but we thought we would share our favourite trips by train that you can take independently. We do have a detailed article, which Doug wrote, which covers even more day trips from Edinburgh by train. But for this podcast, we've picked a selection from the article. Um, I will link to that full article in this week's show notes at uktravelplanet.com forward slash episode 73. So do do pop over there for even more Scottish travel inspiration. But um, for this episode, let's Talk about some of our favourite day trips from uh, Edinburgh by train, shall we? Yeah, that's a good idea. We've taken all of these ones at some point. So the first one we looked at was the uh, train trip to St Andrews, uh, which we get asked about a great deal, don't yeah, we? Yeah, I think so. It seems to be prob- uh, probably one of the well, it is one of the most popular, definitely yeah. day trips from Edinburgh. Yeah. So it's a it's a university town north of Edinburgh. And it's, uh, well, St Andrews is the home of golf. I was going to say it's really famous for golf. And it's also really famous because that is where Prince William met Kate. Uh, so there's a lot of associations with that. And um, I believe in the new episodes of The Crown, I think, well, we, well, we were actually in St Andrews mm. this summer, weren't we? Yeah. And they had been recording the right. new episodes of The Crown. Uh, on the Netflix series, um, so I know a lot of people enjoy having a, a wander around uh, around St Andrews. And I mean, I think probably the the biggest draw card is definitely the golf course. Oh, most definitely. And yeah. we did have to stand at the Swilcan Bridge and get that iconic photo of the stone bridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I will put a, I will put that in the show notes actually, so you can check that out. So um, getting to St Andrews though is actually surprisingly easy, isn't it? It is. It's really easy. It's a single train journey from Edinburgh so the there's no actual station train station at St Andrews which seems to catch a few people out the the name of the train station is Lucas or Lucas depending on your pronunciation and it's just over between 55 minutes to one hour 15 minutes in each direction by train and it's a very straightforward and there's so many trains daily so it's uh, no no problems at all so what you need to do you Jump on your train with your ticket, and then about 10 minutes into that, you go over the very famous Fourth Rail Bridge, which is over the stretch of water called the Further Fourth, and it's not easy to say. <laughs> that's the UNESCO World Heritage as that, well, That's it? right, yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, it's a uh, cantilever uh, bridge, which was completed in 1889. And it is. It's a beautiful bridge to go over as well, and there are plenty of trains every day mm. from Edinburgh Waverley to Lucas so don't worry about that and it's actually it's a direct service so no changes so you get on the train and you get off at Lucas at the other side don't that's you? right <laughs> it's, it's on the same train line as you take from Edinburgh if you're taking the, the coastal route uh, around uh, Aberdeen 
Dundee, yeah, um, and obviously up to Inverness. Yeah, and, and actually, when you arrive in Lucas as well, there's plenty of bus. When you come out the the train station, you have this bus. There's actually taxis if you want to get a taxi, yeah. but there are also buses. That's right. Yeah, and there's multiple buses. There's taxis there, and it's literally right next to the car park, next to the station, isn't it? Yeah, very, yeah. very easy. And I took, I think, it took us about twelve minutes to get into St Andrews. Mm. Um, so what we did is we booked a, a walking tour of St Andrews. So I'd recommend doing that as well because that was a great way to have a look around St Andrews and learn a lot about the history and obviously some of those kind of famous places where where Kate and and uh, William would hang out yeah, that's uh, just quite cool and obviously go and have a look at the golf course as well and that's another things that actually in St Andrews itself there's the uh, ruins of the cathedral and there's a castle there as well yeah so, it's it yeah. was it's a really um, pretty a uh, little a city, it's a city town, cathedral. So it's probably is it town? Yeah. Ah, okay. Town, town right? to visit. Yeah. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so, I so we know that's a really popular place for for uh, for visitors for Edinburgh to go to. And there's some really nice ice cream as well that you can buy there as well. Can you remember mm. the name of the place we went? I can't, but it's very famous. Uh, <laughs> we'll link to that in the show notes. Yes, yeah. I think. Oh, I can't remember now. You've said it. Um, oh, I've got it. So Antonetta's or something was yeah, it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. really nice. Yeah. Every flavour under the you can think oh of yeah, very famous, and and yeah. a lot of people. Well, we were there in June, and the queues were just about the, the door, weren't there? Yes, they were. Yeah. yeah. So, what's the second uh, choice that we've decided to talk about in this episode? Well, it, it's again one that comes up very often. It's the uh, short train journey from Edinburgh to Glasgow. Um, so that takes about fifty minutes to an hour and a half, depending which train you catch, how many stations it stops off. Uh, but it's very very straightforward. And again, there's multiple services each day. Yeah, and there's loads of things to see in Glasgow. In fact, it's it's a, a fantastic city to visit, to be honest. I know everybody goes to Edinburgh, but really, Glasgow also deserves to be on your itinerary. And I actually have got a, a full one-day itinerary for Glasgow on the website. Again, I'll link to that in the show notes. But seriously, don't write off Glasgow because everybody goes, Edinburgh, Edinburgh, Edinburgh. Yes, Edinburgh is beautiful and you will enjoy it. But actually, going to Glasgow is totally worth it there's there's some fantastic museums there the kelvin grove art mm. kelvin grove art gallery and museum is worth going to we went to the riverside transport museum that didn't a, we when we were there yeah. which was brilliant we did the hop on and hop off bus to yeah. get ourselves ra- around glasgow which we really enjoyed um you really can't miss either going to the cathedral and the ne- necropolis which is on the top of the hill overlooking glasgow which is Fabulous, very interesting place to go and visit. Very yeah. atmospheric, um, and so don't miss that off. And there's some wonderful street art in Glasgow as well, it really isn't there? Is. There really is. And we, we took in the street art, and then we actually found ourselves in the Willow Tea Rooms as well, didn't we? We did, yeah, yeah. we did. So if you're a fan of Art Deco and Charles Rennie Macintosh, you really need to go to the Willow Tea Rooms. Um, highly recommend it. I think you had, had haggis when we were there, didn't oh, you? Of course I did. <laughs> yeah. So Glasgow, so you can literally just go and have have a day or half a day really in Glasgow if you want to do from Edinburgh. But one other uh, destination you could incorporate into that day or actually you could do it on its own if you wanted to. And to be honest, we've done Glasgow on its own and the other destination that you're about to talk about. Yes, at Falkirk, you've got the uh, the famous Kelpies Horses. 
Yes, so they're 30-metre-high equine sculptures and they can find it in the Helix Park. Actually, you can see them. You can see them from the train on the right-hand side if you look out from Edinburgh. Yeah. And they're, they're a short taxi ride away from the train station. There are buses as well. Actually, the first time we ever went, I think either the buses weren't on or we'd missed them or something. Mm. So we decided that we would walk to the Kelpies. Not a good idea. No, mistake. Yeah. yeah, they're a little bit further away than, than we had anticipated, weren't they? Yes, most definitely, yeah. And also close by, you've got the Falkirk Wheel, which is a rotating boat lift, which connects the Forth and Clyde Canals with the Union Canal. Really worth seeing. Quite quite amazing, isn't it? It is. Whether you have an interest in engineering or canals, it's still worth looking at because it's actually a work of art. It's very, very clever. Yeah, and honestly, the Kelpies are so beautiful and they're... Everybody really should try and get opportunity to see them. Mm. They, they really are. I remember the first time I saw uh, the Kelpies on television and I turned to Doug and said, I have to go and see them. Mm. Uh, and they are magnificent. Really, they're magnificent. So the two horse head sculptures, um, they're 30 meters high. So just imagine that. And they are stunning. Again, I'm going to put some photos mm. in the show notes. But really, definitely, if you can, get yourself out to Falkirk, go and see the Kelpies. I said, and they're lit up as well at certain times. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the evening time, you're going to get them as well beautifully lit up. Um, So hopefully we'll, we're hoping in January that we'll get a chance to to go to Edinburgh and Glasgow and we'll definitely try and visit into Falkirk to go and see the Kelpies at at night. Yeah, most definitely. uh, Because they'll they'll be absolutely fantastic. So that kind of covers three. So we've already given you Edinburgh to St Andrews via Lucas, Edinburgh to Glasgow as its own day trip, and then Edinburgh to Falkirk. You could kind of do Edinburgh to Glasgow and incorporate Falkirk. Yes, you can do both. Yeah, if you really wanted depends to. Depends on how early you start in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of, that's three that we've talked about. So the fourth trip that Doug wanted, and this is because you wrote this article, so I'm yes. kind of deferring to you on these. But uh, the fourth. Yeah, this is a journey I've done quite a few times. It's from Edinburgh to Inverness. Now, you've got the two choices. You can go more or less more of a central route via Perth, Pitlochry and Aviemore. Or you can take the coastal route, which is on the northeast, and it's via Aberdeen. And it takes much longer. It can take up to about five hours that way. But part of the way that you're hugging the coast and you've just got spectacular views. So... That's one way, and you can also get to Inverness if you take, as I say, you can go via Pitlochry and Aviemore. Yep. And so there's plenty to see that way, lots of parks. And how long does that take, that one? Well, the the Aberdeen route takes the longest, and that's about five hours each way, or via Perth and uh, Pitlochry and Aviemore. That could take about three to three and a half hours to four, depending on which ones you catch. So they're probably best done in the summer then, when you've got the... Okay, days. That's right. I mean, alternatively, you can. Um, I mean, it depends how much you like sitting on the trains. You know what I well, do. Well, I know so, you'd just go there uh, and back in a day. You'd be quite um, happy with I that. I would happy to do that. But you can also, if you have an early start, you can actually do a circular trip. Oh, okay. You, you can take the coast, well, whichever way you want to do it, the coastal trip up to Inverness and then come back down the more central route. Oh, okay. So yeah. I suppose if you did that, that would give you, so that's five hours, so that's about eight and a half hours on the train. So you could yeah. probably still give yourself a couple of hours in Inverness. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah, it, it depends how much you want to do that. I mean, I, I took, um, you take your refreshments with you, but there's multiple train options, really. Okay. I and mean, some with changes and some without changes. It depends because some, some people love to change trains. It depends. Yeah. But, you know, there is options. So if yeah. I decided to take the route 
via Aberdeen to Vanessa. You yeah. say that's a coastal route? On, on and off until you get right to the top toward Forest and Elgin. It sort of comes inland a little bit. But part of the way, it's hugging the coast, yeah. Okay. And then if I decided to go... Oh, I mean, I know you also mentioned that there's a uh, scenic heritage railway. That's well. right, particularly for the whiskey lovers amongst us. Um, I don't drink anymore, but yes, the, the mainland train station, a place called Keith, and that's about 65 um, minutes from Aberdeen, and you can get up and break up your journey there, and you can even in whiskey country here, and <laughs> you can catch the steam train uh, or the diesel train, depending on the timetable, from Keith Town Station to Duff Town. And this is the famous um, scenic heritage railway, Keith and Dufftown Railway, known as the Whiskey Line. The line runs about 11 miles. Now, Keith Town Station is about 20 minutes walk from the mainland train station, so a little bit of a walk there. But the line takes you over the Glenfiddich Viaduct and to the Glenfiddich Distillery, uh, not to mention beautiful scenery, both sides of the train along that, along that way. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whiskey tour you can take at the world's Malt whiskey capital. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And this is obviously the Glenfiddich Distillery and Visitor Centre. Wonderful trip. Wonderful okay, day. I mean, so it, it depends. You can either just stick on the train or you can just head straight to Keith and you can do that. Depends what you, what you like. I was going to say, so you could actually, I guess with this particular route, you could, rather than head all the way to Inverness, which you've mm. got the option to do, you mm. could just actually hop off at Aberdeen or That's- you could hop off at Keith. Right. Yeah, there's things, yeah. there's things to say along the way. Aberdeen's interesting as well. Um, I worked in Aberdeen for a little while, so I know that whole area there is beautiful. Okay, okay. And yeah. then if I decided to take the route via Perth, Pit- Pitlockery, Blair, Athol and Aviemore? Yeah. So how? Well, what would that route be like? Well, Perth is located it's on the River Tate, about one and a half hours from Edinburgh. This whole area, you're heading up through national parks, it, it is just wall-to-wall beauty and yeah it, we would need to do a podcast for three hours for me to just list <laughs> the places you can actually get off at but um in perth you, you go via there you've got the, the famous black uh, watch castle and museum there and nearby is actually the scone palace okay um and pitlock and blair athol the, the the train stations are um you need to check the, the times because they don't all stop at every station. And they're about an hour and 45 minutes yeah, from Edinburgh. Yeah, roundabout. So Edinburgh. you could actually, again, just go from Edinburgh to Pitlockery if you wanted to for the day. Yes, yeah, so that's it. And I think we have. We uh, have, yes. <laughs> so I, know, I remember going to see the fish ladder. That's right. And there's the nearby there is the Blair Athol Distillery. Yeah. Seems a bit like whiskey here. <laughs> yes. The Everdell uh, Distillery. And, yeah. Blair Castle and Garden are beautiful. Okay, so lots of choices there. And then Aviemore? Yeah, that's about three hours from uh, Edinburgh. And this is in the Cairngorms National Park. I don't know where to start with the beauty there. It's just stunning. I mean, that area is very much uh, like a winter sport, a winter area. Um, but you've got breweries that way. And there's a, another steam railway that way. There's the St- uh, Strathspey Railway. Uh, that steam trains from Perth to Broomhill, which is about 92 miles and takes close to a couple of hours. Okay. Yeah, lo- lovely, lovely train journey. So there's kind of loads of options on this route. So those that, that kind of circular route that you're yeah. talking about, there's lots yeah. of potential places that you could actually just go for the day. Oh, that's right. You can. Yeah, yeah that's right. So, it's But nice. if you decided that you wanted to kind of... You'd, 
go by train through all those. But if your intention was to go to Inverness, obviously you could just go through, take the train through all those places, yeah. whichever route, and then stop off in Inverness. Now, Inverness yes. is the largest city in the Scottish Highlands, and it's where the River Ness joins the Moray Firth. Yeah. And it's a city that we visit very often, isn't it? Yes. We've been there quite a few times. Yes, it's, um, it's beautiful. It's yeah. Beautiful. yeah. So uh, it's actually a great base if you're going to visit the Highlands anyway, is to base yourself in Inverness. Um, there is a hop-on, hop-off bus as well, so you can actually uh, you don't actually need transportation in terms of a car. You yeah. could actually get yourself up to Inverness by train from Edinburgh and actually base yourself there and do some trips from there. So there's obviously tours available, but the hop-on, hop-off bus will take you to places like Clava Cairns, uh, which is a Bronze Age cairn, um, Culloden Battlefield, which, of course, yeah. most people always talk to us about want to go and visit. And then you've got Loch Ness and Castle Urquhart. There's That's lots right. of tours out there as well and boat right. trips around and Loch Ness. Fort George, the artillery fortification, that's uh, worth a visit. Yeah, so I guess if you want to do Inverness, you can do it in a day trip. Absolutely you can. Or you could go and sort of base yourself up there. And then from there, and actually I guess we'll talk about it at another point, we'll talk about our um, rail itinerary for Scotland. You could actually base yourself in Inverness and then catch the train to the Carl of La Colche. And then, well, you can't go by train to the Isle of Skye, no. but you can get the train line to the Carl of La Colche. And then bus. Yeah. There's buses from yeah. there, and there are actually tours that will pick you up mm. there from that yeah. point and take you around the Isle of Skye. And we've done that. I, I remember we did that first time I did that was years ago, and I yes. was blown away how beautiful wow. it is up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the fourth option. But obviously, with that fourth option, it's given you lots of other yeah, options. Yeah, lo- lots of combinations <laughs> of those, yeah. 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 So the fifth uh, option uh, we've got is going towards the Scottish borders. So this is the Ed- Edinburgh to Tweed Bank. That's right. It's the Borders Railway. So heading in the, the opposite direction, back down towards the the English border. Um, so Tweed Bank is a village located southeast of Galashiels on the Scottish borders. So the train journey is uh, about one hour each way. So if you haven't got a lot of time, you just want a little train excursion from Edinburgh, this is a perfect choice for you. Um, there's no changes. It's a direct service. Yeah, yeah. And again, is that a nice scenery along that route as well? Oh, it's stunning. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful. Okay, so if if I decided that rather than head north, mm. I wanted to go south mm-hmm. towards the borders, yes. and I decided to do this this particular day trip, as you say, it's only an hour each way, so yeah. that's pretty good. So, what what would I could what could I do? What could I see? Well, there's a very good um, um, home of Scottish author Sir Walter Scott. It's his house called Abbotsford House, which is just outside Tweed Bank itself, and that is an impressive mansion house. And uh, depending on the time of year, it's got lovely gardens. And also very close by is uh, Melrose Abbey. That's just about 15 minutes from Tree Bank and is on the historic ruins of St Mary's Abbey which is famous for its architecture and the interred heart of Robert the Bruce oh okay wow okay so is that enough to keep me busy for a day then oh there's, there's a lot to say that I mean yeah. there's other things you've got um, we'll see there's a, the Liederfoot Viaduct and Dryber uh, Abbey which oh, is also okay. close by okay. yeah okay so yeah. that's fairly easy to do yeah so yeah. then um that that was the fifth one. We're going to do one more day trip uh, from Edinburgh by train. Mm-hmm. 
itinerary suggestion in this episode of the podcast though there are others so do check those out in our article on the website is to go from edinburgh to sterling that's right it's about an hour uh, train journey in each direction and you go via the kelpies uh falkirk which we've already mentioned uh, alternatively you can also stop at Linlithgow, and that's a historic palace in west lothian and it's the birthplace of mary queen of scots Okay, and it's only 20 minutes from Edinburgh, is that right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Okay, so that's a really easy little... If you want to just go to Linlithgow and not bother going to Stirling, uh, you can see that. If that's your interest, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, and then when you get to Stirling, Stirling train station's in the city centre, but there's one thing we found in Stirling, it's quite hilly, isn't it? It certainly is, yes, it is. Well, you tend to find castles on the top of hills. Generally speaking, <laughs> and train stations at the bottom. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> that's true. So obviously, if you want to go to Stirling, I guess that you're going to want to go to see the castle, uh, which is worth 100% worth going to see. We yeah. highly recommend that. Yeah, it is. It's really, really excellent castle to visit, that is. And then close by, you've got the National Wallace Monument, that's the commemorative um, uh, building for the 13th century hero, William Wallace. Oh, okay, that's true. And also, I'm just going to mention, if you were going to Stirling, that you probably do want to go to the castle, is that there are buses. That's right. That you can catch up yeah. to to see the castle itself. That's right. And also out to the Wallace Monument. And yeah. there's also the Battle of Bannockburn experience. Yeah, so visitor centre, is that? Mm, yeah. 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 So, so there's plenty of things to do. So I guess, and that's only an hour away. So again, that's a fairly easy day trip. So if you're thinking about basing yourself in Edinburgh, and we know it's you know such a popular city mm. with people to stay in, and you think, oh, I've given myself five days and I, I want to take some day trips out. Um, certainly, you can see how close and easy it is to do many, many destinations, isn't it? That's right. And the likes of Stirling Castle, I think if it's such a thing, it's like a hidden gem of a castle, I think, because it's you get less people there, than I think, than Edinburgh. Yeah, it's true. And true. so, but there's so much to see, actually, in Stirling itself. You've got the old town jail as well, right next to the castle, which is also worth a visit. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and you're just one hour from Loch Lomond there as well. Okay, so that's another great destination to to visit. So I think, you know, we do have a podcast episode in which we share our road trip itinerary for Scotland. But Dugger actually has put together actually multiple articles about train trips around Scotland. And recently it put together one, which is um, a circular route from Edinburgh, starts in Edinburgh, ends in Edinburgh by train. I will just temper that by saying that you cannot get 
from um, Malay over to a sky and the round sky by train. There's alternative methods for that. So basically you have to take a ferry and you can hire a car. Or if you really want to, you could take a bus on sky. The main thing is to get yourself back to the, the Cal of La Coche and then you can pick up the train line. That's it. That's the way to do it. And also just word of advice is the it's too long for one day from Edinburgh to Fort William. Yes, yes. That, that is not achievable. Yeah, we do get asked that actually quite often because I know a lot of people want to do the um, Glenfinnan Viaduct and the... Uh, so yeah. if you actually want to do that, your best bet to do that is by tour yeah. because you're not going to be able to do that by train. No, there's not a lot of trains daily between uh, Glasgow and Fort William. Yeah, yeah. But I highly recommend that you do consider doing that. But if you are either take, if you ha- are pushed for time, then take a tour from Edinburgh. And I have got an article about best tours as well from Edinburgh. Um, so yeah, that's your best way to build that into your itinerary and do book that very early on because that they do get booked up quickly because yeah. it's very, very popular. So, yeah. But it's good to know that there are so many destinations in Scotland which are within reach on a day trip from Edinburgh. That's right. You just need to plan it. And it obviously, it depends on the time of the year that you're visiting Scotland to how much you can do in one day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, because you've got to remember in winter it's going to be darker, there's less hours of daylight, and obviously the weather is going to be more inclement and you've got... Um, rain and snow and all sorts of and everything else and everything else that yeah. kicks off so yeah so you do need to consider that but certainly in the summer months you can travel really oh, well by train around you certainly Scotland. Can. Yeah. yeah so thanks for joining us again for this episode of the podcast thank you and um as i mentioned before you can find the all the links to the different articles that doug has written and more information about how to get around scotland by train on the website obviously we've got best day trip article uh, about the day trips from Edinburgh by train to look at. We've got articles about Glasgow, about St Andrews, about Stirling. We cover a huge amount of information about uh, exploring Scotland. So do pop over to the website uktravelplanet.com forward slash episode 73 for the show notes and for many other resources to help you plan your visit to Scotland. Anyway, that just leaves us to say for this episode and until next week, happy Happy UK UK travel travel planning. planning.